you've ever been staring at your computer looking at a blank Google Doc or Canva graphic trying to figure out what to create, what to say, and you feel completely stuck, this episode is for you. I have been a little uninspired in my own brand lately, and I decided to document the process of me working through this so that I can show you what I do to reignite the magic again and find my way as I'm refreshing my brand in the new year. You're listening to Aesthetically Speaking. On this podcast, we're talking about all things branding, logos, colors, fonts, and the strategy behind it all. It seems like these days it's easier than ever to build an audience, but harder than ever to stand out online. My name's Rebecca, and I'm a brand strategist and designer. I'm here with my sister, Abby, a lawyer who needs a creative outlet. Together, we're going to talk about how to bring your brand to life. Real talk, you guys. I had an amazing break over the holidays. I didn't do a lot of client work for two weeks. I didn't do a lot of anything. I watched some great Law & Order episodes, spent a lot of time with family, and I actually felt really inspired about my business. But my kids didn't go back to school right away, and I feel like some of that clarity and inspiration got lost. And I was feeling really stressed and frustrated about it and decided that for today's episode, I would walk you through the process of me finding inspiration kind of in real time to show you A, that it's normal to be uninspired and B, that there are steps you can take to get that spark again in your brand and in your business. Before I dive into that, I want to talk about what it looks like to be uninspired. Because I think sometimes we're really good at pushing forward and doing the tasks that we've been doing without realizing that there's no zest there. And so for me, what it looks like to be uninspired is I do a lot of scrolling and consuming rather than creating. So I'll be on Instagram to get ideas, quote unquote, and I find myself scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and not actually doing anything. There's even certain areas on Instagram that I find really draining. Um, When I'm scrolling through reels, I really feel like it turns off a part of my brain that has original ideas. And I just start to think in these 15 second clips and drives me crazy. Another symptom is I find myself not wanting to do anything at all. Like I don't feel like working on my business. I don't feel like sharing anything. I don't even feel like looking at my stuff. I just feel kind of kind of bored. And I don't like feeling that way. I don't think anybody does. We want people to be inspired by our brands. And that can't happen if we're not inspired by our brands. But I also think that it's normal to have these ebbs and flows in your business. And so if you can learn to work through that, it will help you so much more than if you just wait for inspiration to strike again. The last symptom I think of being uninspired is having a lot of doubt. So if you find yourself kind of like starting a project, 
but then you don't finish it or you procrastinate or you start saying like, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. To me, those are signs that you are lacking some of that personal inspiration and clarity that you need to move forward. So that's what it looks like or feels like on the inside when you're not inspired by your business. But there's also some evidence that your brand is uninspiring on the outside. And there's some clues that I can see as a brand strategist and designer that show me your brand is not as inspiring as it could be. Let's dive in to those five clues. Number one, if all of your content is focusing on the negative instead of the positive, this shows up in a lot of ways. One is just snarky, complaining, hot takes all the time. Number two, this shows up in a couple of ways. The first is just a negative vibe. Maybe it's complaining about your clients. Maybe it's shaming people who are making mistakes that you can solve because you know better than them. But it also shows up just in creating content that is constantly addressing your ideal client's pain, problems, or frustrations rather than inspiring them, showing them what their desires and their goals and their opportunities look like. And I think there is a time and place for addressing some of the negatives, right? We know that our businesses can help people solve problems, but that doesn't mean that you always have to be talking in the negative. So you should be looking through your content as I'm talking about this and saying, am I focusing on the negative more than the positive? And especially if you are selling a high ticket product or program, you need to be really careful that you're not just addressing the problems because people don't just buy things to solve problems. They buy things to be inspired and they buy things to become the kind of person that they want to be. And if you are sharing negative things all the time, it's going to be pretty hard for anyone to be inspired by you or your brand and want to invest in that. Okay. The second clue is sharing other people's content more than you share your own ideas. And I am such a huge fan of A, being inspired by other people and B, positioning yourself as an expert by sharing other experts. But regurgitation is not inspiration. You cannot just share what Byron Katie posts all the time and expect people to understand that you have your own thoughts and ideas about coaching and about changing your life, okay? So you have got to balance sharing what experts are doing or saying or thinking with your own original thought. And this is really, really easy to do, okay? What I want you to do is the next time you are inspired by something that somebody else wrote, I want you to share it but I want you to add your own commentary. So you're going to say something like, I agree with this because, or I don't agree with this because. And then I want you to create your own email content, podcast, whatever about that idea. And I want you to elaborate on it. I want you to say, I've got more thoughts about this and here they are. Okay. And I think this will really help you not just hone in on what you really think, but it also helps position you as an expert and it helps people be inspired by you rather than just seeing you as a vehicle for sharing other people's ideas. Okay. The third clue that your brand is uninspiring. And I hope that 
I hope that you don't feel called out by this, but I also hope that you feel called out by this. If all your content looks exactly the same, that is not inspiring. I'm sorry, it's just not. And this is so tricky, okay? I totally get this because on the one hand, I'm telling you to be consistent, okay? You've got to use the same colors. You've got to use the same fonts. You've got to make sure it's on brand. And then I'm telling you, it all looks the same. That's not inspiring. That's boring. And this is why I think you could really benefit from working with a great designer or creative partner who can help you see that your brand has so many avenues and that all your content doesn't have to look the same. Because here's what happens. All of your content looks exactly the same. Every time you share something new, people begin to assume that it's not new. They begin to assume that what you're sharing is the same thing that you've told them a million times, and they start to ignore it. You want to be recognized. You want your brand to be identifiable, but you don't want to be ignored, okay? So you have to get creative, and you have to explore different ways of creating content. And that's going to require you to be inspired so that you can create something inspiring. And don't think this is kind of a 3.5 in the uninspiring clues, but don't think that great ideas are enough on their own. Great ideas get ignored all the time because they're not packaged in a way that is interesting, okay? Having something that is worth sharing is not the same as having something that is shareable. And that's where design and aesthetics come in. You've got to make sure that your content looks professional, that it looks like your brand, and also that it's interesting. Add variety to it. Share it in a new format. Give it some pizzazz, okay? The opposite of this and the fourth clue that tells me your brand is uninspiring is constant pivoting. Like I always say, there is a time and place for making changes in your business, but it should be done intentionally and strategically. Again, look at your content, look at what you're publishing and ask yourself, is this consistent? Is this cohesive or is this all over the place? Does this feel chaotic and confusing to my ideal clients? I am all for making improvements and evolving your brand, but when you are constantly changing the way things look and the way you're explaining things, people start to tune you out because they don't trust that what you're saying is reliable and valuable. And this comes back to A, knowing yourself really well that you can make these decisions, and B, having the support you need to make strategic decisions. So I'll share about my own journey on Instagram and what I'm doing differently as an experiment, but I have had help in creating content on Instagram that is aligned to my brand as I've evolved my brand. But just changing it willy-nilly all the time is not inspiring. It's just confusing. Okay. The last clue, and one of the most significant for the coaches and consultants who are building strong brands, is taking yourself out of your business. This happens a lot as our businesses grow And we start to have better structure, better systems, and we get kind of our feet underneath us and we know what we're doing. We start to create and publish and the personality and the authenticity is gone. And sometimes we can't put ourselves in our business because we're going through something difficult. Sometimes we can't put ourselves in our business because we're busy working in our business. I joke often that you know my business is doing really well when I'm not showing up on Instagram very often. 
because I'm so busy serving my own clients. But please do not make the mistake of continuing to create content, continuing to share ideas without putting your own personality and perspective and self in it. I sometimes call this bringing your full self to your brand. I don't just want a nice professional brand. I want your brand. I want you to show up. I want you to say, I recorded this podcast episode because I believe in X, Y, and Z. It was hard for me to record this week because I've been overwhelmed, but I have something to share. I'm going to take a nap while you guys listen to it and then ask him, what did you learn? Do you see how that gives it so much more of you than just the ideas themselves? Do not fall into the trap of thinking that you can take yourself out of your business and it will run just as well. The whole magic of your brand is you. So you've got to keep that in there. Now, if you're listening to these clues thinking, me, 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 I want to help you take steps to become inspired yourself and also to share that inspiration through your brand. And I think sometimes we get so caught up in waiting for inspiration to come to us that we don't realize that it's something that we can create ourselves through our habits and systems. So let me dive into what I do and what you can do to become inspired when you're feeling stuck and how to inspire others through your brand. So the very first thing, if you haven't done this, is just to take a break. And sometimes if you're like me, I'm like, well, I've just been on a break, right? Like I, I don't I don't need another break. But I mean like literally if you're sitting at your computer, close the computer, right? Turn off your phone, like get up and disconnect from your physical location. So for me this morning, like I said, I'm working through this in real time. For me this morning, I knew that there were a few things, there's a few things I've been working on. One is a podcast episode. And two is I'm doing something new with my Instagram that I felt really excited about over Christmas, but I've been caught in that kind of procrastination. I don't know what to do cycle. So I was like, okay, I got to change gears. I got to get up. So I loaded the kids in the car and we drove to Swig to get a soda, which I'm in Dallas. So there's not one terribly close by, but I knew that I needed some driving time to kind of clear my head and listen to music and just get some fresh perspective. So I had to physically disconnect in order to stop this cycle of just consuming and scrolling and opening new tabs and then forgetting what I'm doing and getting distracted, right? So while we're driving, you know, I'm thinking about all of these things and I'm like, I've had so many ideas, but I just haven't taken action on things. And the next thing that I did after I got my Dr. Pepper, of course, is I reached out to my systems of support. So I texted my family group text and said, hey, anybody have any ideas for a podcast episode? I'm feeling stuck. Just put it out there. And two, I messaged my business coach, Amber Smith, and I said, don't know what to talk about in my podcast. Can you help me work through it? Okay. So I wasn't like, I'm just going to solve this problem by myself. Like a Dr. Pepper will solve all my problems, even though sometimes that can be true. <laughs> I knew that there were other people that could help me get some perspective on this. So my family threw out a bunch of ideas. We were spitballing things. Amber threw out a bunch of ideas and we were spitballing things. And it was actually from that conversation that she said, why don't you talk to people about being uninspired in your brand? 
And I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. Because I'm going to figure this out for myself and I want to share that with my audience. So that's where this idea came from. So disconnect, get support. Okay, the next step, which is going to sound so obvious and you're going to be like, okay, great, but how do I do that? And I'll explain. You have to get inspired somehow, okay? And like I said, inspiration is not going to come from whatever you have been doing previously. You've got to do something different. So what I like to do is if I'm going to stay you know, on my computer looking for inspiration, I'm going to change gears. So if I've been looking on Instagram, I'm going to shut down Instagram and I'm going to go to Pinterest. If I've been on YouTube, then I'm going to get off YouTube and go to Instagram. Like I'm going to change destinations, right? And from there, this is like my secret weapon that I learned from Twyla Tharp. She's an amazing choreographer and she wrote a book called The Creative Habit. And she talks about how creativity and inspiration is not something that comes randomly. It's something that comes to people who have a practice for it. And her practice, which I think is so fascinating, is something that she calls scratching. And this is like an analog process because sometimes I think what you need to do is, like I said, turn off the computer and do something in the real world. So this is Twyla Tharp's scratching process. She gets a box. And sometimes she will give the box a specific project or a specific purpose. And sometimes it's just a box for inspiration. Okay. So let's say that I'm using this box for my new Instagram content system. Okay. I'll talk about that more in a little bit. I would write that on the front and then I would go about my day or my week or even my month. Right. And anytime I would have an idea or I would come across something interesting or I would hear something or learn something. I would write it on like an index card and put it in the box, or I'd rip the page out of the magazine or take a picture and put it in the box. And then when you're ready to start actually putting it together, you go through the box, you scratch, and you see what you dig up. And this concept has been so valuable to me. I have done it with physical items before, but I actually do it in a digital way now that's a little bit easier to manage. Because I think it helps you bridge that gap between like, okay, I need ideas, but then I also need to actually create something. And like, how do I get from here to there? And so the the collecting, the scratching, if you will, really helps me take that path. So what I do is a much simpler version, but the same concept. I create a new Pinterest board for whatever it is that I am trying to create. And there's two two things that you have to do. One is you have to create a Pinterest board and I tell myself I have to pin at least 50 things because that helps me to be less picky. I think sometimes, especially as a designer, I tend to be very picky about the things that I save and the things that I say like this is good enough for me to be inspired by. It's a lot more helpful to say like anything that could be helpful, anything that could be useful, I'm going to save that. So I'll go through Pinterest and say a bunch of stuff. And then I tell myself, okay, now I need to save stuff that's not on Pinterest. And this is because I think Pinterest can kind of turn into an echo chamber in this way where it's like we're all saving the same things and they're showing up the same places. So I'll go to Google or YouTube or other platforms and find things. And like I said, the goal is at least 50 images. So I am going, like I'm going for quantity here, not quality. 
because I want to get myself out of this stuck feeling. I want to get some some movement. So once I have a bunch of stuff pinned, and at this point, you'll probably be getting more and more ideas, but don't stop there, okay? Once you have a bunch of stuff saved, you're going to go through and you're going to organize it. And you don't have to organize your actual Pinterest board. I often will just pull out a piece of paper and all I do is I write down what I see. What are the patterns that I'm noticing? What are the things that I'm liking? What are some of the ideas that I'm getting? And you can see how I'm moving from a very, very basic idea of like, I need to record a podcast episode or I need to create new content for my Instagram into collecting ideas, into curating ideas, into actually executing on an idea. And I just feel like this step-by-step process, especially if you're already feeling inspired and you already have an idea and you're ready to move on it, that's awesome. But sometimes you're literally so stuck that you need to take little baby steps to move you forward. And that's exactly what this process helps me do. So the last challenge of this is to actually publish something. Okay. This is where you get momentum. So you have to take your idea and create something with it. And if you're like me, my brain fights me so hard on this step because I get into this mode where I really want it to be perfect. I don't just want to throw something together. And so my brain is like pushing back. They're like, hang on, take it slow, do more research, right? Like keep pinning. And you have to say like, nope, now I'm going to take it and do something. So that doesn't always mean that you have to like create a post out of it or record a podcast, but I do think that you need to share it in some way. So putting it on your Instagram story, even like screenshotting it, whatever your concept is, right? Sending it to a friend, but doing something that will give you that momentum. And it's like, once you're going, you can keep going. That's the hardest part. And you just have to find a way to quiet your brain a little bit, whether that's setting a timer, whether that's texting somebody and saying, I'm going to record this podcast right now. And I'll text you when it's done or posting on a Facebook group, but like you've got to do something to move forward. And once you do, your brain will be like, oh, that was not so bad. That was actually kind of fun. Let's do it again. So that's kind of my process for getting inspired when I have been stuck. And I wanted to kind of give you an example of this. This whole podcast is an example of this, but I have been really really uninspired on Instagram lately. I don't know if you guys have felt this, but I just feel like nobody sees my content and I spend so much time sharing these brilliant ideas and I'm not getting all the attention and engagement that I want. And and sometimes I just feel like I don't know what else I have to share, right? And there's a lot of people who will tell you the right way to use Instagram for your business. And I've learned a lot from those people. I'm not saying that they're wrong, but I also don't feel inspired by some of their advice, right? If I was following the advice of the Instagram gurus, I would be using a lot more video. I'd create a lot more short, snarky reels. I would use trending audio. I would post three times a day. I would share more of my kids and my 
imperfections and I would be on there constantly and I would sell five times a day and like just all of these things. I'm like, none of that sounds inspiring to me and none of that feels on brand for me. And so I I have been doing this process, this scratching my own version of it for my Instagram account because I love being on Instagram and I love the relationships that I've built there, but it feels like over time, I've just kind of lost my way. So a couple things that I discovered. One is that I don't love creating video content. It's just not my jam. And I think there are times when you can push yourself and say like, this is a skill that you can learn. It will be good for you. And there's times when you can say, I know myself and that's not what I'm into right now. So I realized that like the things that inspire me are a lot of like simply designed quotes and graphics and storytelling. And I thought, okay, well, I haven't done a lot of that, right? So maybe there's something that I could do with that. And then I kind of got this idea of, well, what if I wasn't constantly updating my Instagram content? What if I wasn't posting every single day? I could share things in my stories, but my feed could kind of stay the same. So I got this idea from Jason and Caroline Zook of Wandering Aimfully to create a static nine grid for my Instagram account, where it would kind of work as a landing page for my business. So I could have a section that would show off some of my client work. I'd have a section for my client testimonials. I'd have a carousel that's just about me and who I am and what I do. And I kind of thought, okay, well, maybe I create this static grid and then my stories become the place that I hang out and but I, I take the pressure off, you know? And I love seeing behind the scenes of other people's businesses. And one thing that I noticed as I was scratching is that I saw a lot of lifestyle content, I would say, food, outfits, decor, things that I don't always share because I'm like, oh, well, that's not what I do for work, but felt interesting to me and felt inspiring and felt designy. So all of these ideas are coming together and I started to make this series of posts. And hopefully by the time this episode is out, you will see my nine grid on my page with links to everything that that content is related to. And I think it will make it a lot easier for me to create videos when I want to, and I don't have to share them to my feed and share what's going on in real time in my stories, which I really like. And I don't have to do it forever, right? But I can experiment. And I think when you're uninspired, you're afraid to experiment. You're afraid to make mistakes. You're afraid to do anything. And so you've got to do something. You've got to change something in order to call that out. The last step that I wanted to give you when it comes to being uninspired in your brand or in your business is the value of systems. And this might sound like a weird thing for a designer to tell you because I'm all about beauty and flow, but I have really found that systems allow me to stay creative. And it's really interesting because when I do client work, when I'm designing a logo or a brand for somebody, I really don't struggle with feeling inspired. I have so many ideas and I don't struggle to know like what to do next because I have a system. And so 
I have, it's in, it's actually in my Notion dashboard. I have a documentation database and I have a list. It's called Signature Brand and Website Process Start to Finish. And it literally has step by step by step every little thing that I do in creating my clients' brands and websites. And this has helped me so much, not because I have to refer to it now, because I've done this enough times that I know after I create someone's brand and they've approved it, the next step is to export their brand assets and start strategizing their website. But it allows me to eliminate a lot of that spiraling about what do I do next? Where do I go from here? What do I do if I'm feeling stuck? And one thing that people often ask me is how much of my work I reuse from client to client, which I think is really interesting because initially I would have said none of it. Each client is completely individual and I never reuse a design element from one client for another client or take the same strategy messaging advice for one and paste it into another. But what I have realized is that my system is reused from client to client. So I know what emails I need to send to them. I know what questions I need to ask them. I even have the templates for my documents already created. So when I'm doing a new brand strategy, the content is completely different, but the outline is the same. I'm using the same structure every single time. And that structure is what allows me to be inspired. There's a saying in the design world that creativity loves constraint. And sometimes the hardest thing to do is start with a blank page and no restrictions. So if you can give yourself some restrictions, some systems, it will help you to be more creative and to be more inspired. If you need someone to support you, to help you get clarity and inspiration when you're struggling, please reach out to me because my gift is truly helping brands become more inspiring by helping them become more of you. Thank you so much for listening today. Before you go, I want to let you know that I'm currently booking clients for 2024. I have one spot available for brand and website design in Q1, and I have two spots available in Q2. I would love to work with you to help you establish a refined professional brand. And I want to tell you what that looks like. We'll start by sitting together via Zoom and actually figure out what it is that makes you unique and desirable to your ideal clients and how to say that online. And from there, I will give you a beautiful show-stopping brand with a completely custom logo, color palette, fonts, as well as imagery suggestions, social media templates, professional style guide for showing up in alignment with your new brand. And then I'm actually going to help you publish your brand and become more in demand with a website. We'll create a completely custom website with systems and flows so that everyone who comes will know exactly what you do and how they can get it from you. If working together is on your vision board for 2024, send me a message on Instagram or an email, and I would love to chat more about what we can do to bring the brand of your dreams to your business. Talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed listening to Aesthetically Speaking. If you want to support the podcast, please leave us a nice review or connect with us on Instagram at Rebecca Peterson Studio. 